What is happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Blake's Take with yours truly, Blake Neiman. And here we are, boy, oh boy, what an exciting weekend in college football. Fans are back, the energy is back, and the upsets are back. Starting off with the best atmosphere of the day in a full-packed stadium for unranked Virginia Tech, who is looking to upset number 10 UNC at their home crowd. Well, both Hokie fans and players came to play as the rowdy crowd plus the relentless defense made it one heck of a day for Sam Howell and the Tar Heels. The Hokies consistently crashed the backfield of the Tar Heels offense as they suppressed the run game and consistently pr- pressured Howell out of the pocket. Virginia Tech accounted for nine tackles for a loss, six sacks, and four quarterback hurries. They also forced the Tar Heels offense to be 2 of 10 on third down conversions, remaining strong in containing the big plays of the Tar Heels offense as they allowed only 354 total yards. This upset alone by the Hokies surely eliminated the Tar Heels from any sort of playoff contention. Another ACC team whose playoff chances could have already already be in jeopardy is the always sufficient and always top of the line Clemson Tigers who had a shocking defeat of the top dog Georgia Bulldogs. Georgia's defense dominated the entire game limiting Clemson to just 180 total yards of offense and just two yards rushing sacking sophomore quarterback DJ Uagale seven times while forcing five three in outs and punt on five of Clemson's ten drives. The Clemson Tigers could not get anything going, and the Bulldogs really couldn't offensively either. But that's And that's why their lone touchdown came from none other than their defense on a 74-yard pick six by senior safety Christopher Smith. History tells us that the Tigers will have a massive program achieving their season-long goal, which is nothing less than achieving one of the four spots in the college football playoff. No team played in a BCS championship game or made the college football playoff after losing its home opener since 1998. Not home, but just their opener since 1998. The unfortunate reality is that Clemson's fate of earning its way into the college football playoff is in the hands of other teams and the committee at this point. Their strength of schedule is nowhere near the SEC or Big Ten, so they don't have big games to show that they can make up for this loss. They are expected to roll through the ACC like always, so their real test for, uh, for the season uh, and their fate came in this game, and they failed that test. We'll see if the committee and other teams will uh, fall out and they will get a chance again, but this was a tough loss for the Clemson Tigers. This weekend, though, other teams may have not failed the test, but barely skimmed by with a passing score. The number two team in the country, Oklahoma, led by Heisman favorite Spencer Rattler, escaped a close one against Tulane, 40-35, to in a very sloppy season debut for the uh, Oklahoma Sooners. It was definitely a tale of two halves as the Sooners posted an, expect, an expected and exceptional 37-14 lead at the break, showing their dominance. However, things took a sharp turn for the high-flying Sooners in the second half, as they only managed to post three points while gaining just 27 yards on 19 carries and going only 2-7 of seven on third down. 
Although Spencer Rattler did complete 30 of his 39 passes to go along with two touchdowns on the day, he also threw for two interceptions with the first coming on just his second pass attempt of the season. The Sooners better clean this up as this showing will not cut it against a top contender, let alone any team in the Big 12. Another team with a close call was our own Oregon Ducks, who found a way to squeeze by Fresno State, who really gave the Ducks a run for their money in a 24-31 defeat. Similar to the Sooners, the Ducks jumped out to an early lead, but then flattened as Fresno State scored two unanswered touchdowns to tie the game up midway through the third quarter, and then eventually took the lead in the fourth on Abraham Montano's field goal. Thankfully, six-year senior Anthony Brown took control with his legs, scoring on a 30-yard quarterback keeper for the game winner as the Ducks survive. Offensively, the, the, they were struggling quite a bit and the, uh, as well as defensively, and the defensive struggles are largely attribu- attributed to the loss of defensive end Kayvon Thibodeau, who left the game at halftime with a an left ankle injury. Thibodeau had a great showing in his season debut, forcing a turnover to set up a C.J. Verdell touchdown. It appeared that he injured his left ankle, but coach Mario Cristobal is optimistic that his Heisman Trophy candidate will be able to return for the Ducks' biggest game of the year against the Ohio State Buckeyes. Make sure to tune in. That'll be a big noon Saturday, and it will be a heck of a game and probably the most important game of the Ducks' season. If they win that one and they win through the Pac-12, they got a really good case for making the college football playoff. So last, but certainly not least, we have arguably the best game of the weekend, in my opinion, in the Notre Dame Fighting Irish outlasting the hungry Florida State Seminoles in an OT Sunday night thriller. The Fighting Irish were very one-dimensional in the aspect of running the ball, yet this strategy proved to be unsuccessful as they only accumulated 65 yards on 35 carries. But... The defense was able to keep up and keep them in this game, especially star safety Kyle Hamilton, who came up with two of the Irish's three turnovers. Each time, Notre Dame converted a score for, of, off the turnover, due in large part to transfer quarterback Jake Cohn's 366 passing yards and four touchdowns. After falling, falling into an 18-point deficit, the Seminoles needed a spark in the fourth to get them going, and they got it from Mackenzie Milton, who was stepping back onto the gridiron for the first time in nearly three years after suffering a career-questioning injury, gruesome leg injury, in 2018. Milton led an impressive final two drives to send this game into OT and, the, and set up the Seminoles a chance to take down the top 10 ranked Notre Dame Fighting Irish. In the extra quarter, though, Milton set up kicker Ryan Fitzgerald for a well-in-his-range 37-yard attempt, but it sailed wide left, with giving Notre Dame kicker Jonathan Doerr a chance to put this game to rest. And he sure did, with a 41-yard field goal that gave the Fighting Irish the relieving 41-38 victory. Coach Kelly said it himself he wanted to uh, dang near execute the player, uh, players with how much they didn't execute. But he said it that, that, um, we, that he, they got a lot of work to do and they need to definitely learn from it. But it's easier to learn from their mistakes after such a great win than after such a terrible loss that could alter their season. And that will be the emphasis for all the top teens who scrapped by, scraped by their lower level opponents. 
As for the teams who got upset, they are going to have to play like underdogs in every game from the rest of the season to earn their respect back from the committee to get a possible chance of entering the college football playoff. That'll be a stretch, though, and that'll rely and see if other teams can scrape by, continue to scrape by, or will they will continue to dominate or just completely fall off the cliff. We'll see how it goes. College football's getting wild, folks, and it's only week one. I'm excited to see what happens in week two, and especially for that Oregon-Ohio State game. I hope it's a close, a good one, but I'll give you the take after it and see where the Oregon Ducks will go from here, whether they're headed to the college football playoff or they have a suffering def- major defeat to the Ohio State Buckeyes, who are currently the large favorite, but I think the Ducks can go get them. I hope they can. And uh, you can tune in to more of Blake's take, local sports and national sports on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or YouTube. I hope you all enjoyed, and I'll see you all in the next one. Have a great day.